Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Something that's gaining in popularity is social clubs. And when I say social clubs, I'm talking about not actually a building like the old Elks Club or or uh, anything like that. Lions, what was the, Eagles? There's a lot of those things that were from generations past that they're trying to keep going, right? But uh, a lot of people now meet in social circles that just have mutual interests, whether it be book, food, wine, whiskey, whatever, right? There's a ton of different kinds of clubs. I mean, you could really have a club for anything that you're interested in. You sure could. Birders. Birders. Do you want to start a bird club? I would love to have me. I'd like to get into a bird club. That'd be awesome. I'm I'm kidding, actually. I do like feeding the birds. And it is something, it's a hobby I picked up during the pandemic and I've never let go. And before we continue this conversation, I will absolutely admit that the only thing I look forward to when it comes to winter is the birds. Because you want to know what? When I go out there in the winter to feed them every morning and the light is just starting to break, they like literally serenade me. They are so happy to they see you. They are so happy to see me. I got them a a heated bird bath <laughs> so they can have water versus just eat snow. And I uh, do, I go out there and I, I fill all the feeders every morning, just top them off if they need that. And they are, I'm not kidding. That's luxe accommodation. They go bonkers and it is the best feeling in the world. And I've never experienced that and I didn't know anything about it. And it was one of those odd things that I learned through the pandemic. Do you think the birds are in a club like George's Bird Club? They probably are. <laughs> They're like, you I should don't know. join. It's it's really nice. But that that is, a, that is a, 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 an old man's hobby. That's okay. That I kind of picked up. You got to own your weird during the pandemic. But there are a lot of social clubs, and you've been uh, you've been involved with many of them over the years. I've been in a lot of book clubs. I love to read, and I've been in a ton of book clubs. I've been in wine clubs. I've been in more wine clubs. (laughs) I I think those types of clubs are uh, really really more popular with women. The only clubs I've ever known guys to have is like the the scotch or the bourbon, mm-hmm. and they all get together and they'll bring a, a, a bottle or a two, and then they share that, and then they learn and they talk about e- each of them. I've been to a few of them, but uh, I've never, you know, I guess I'm not cool enough to be invited into the inner circle and then and then and then go through whatever kind of seance they An have initiation. to get you initiated. Um I have some friends and I'm not in this club but they do like a cookbook club and they all make a recipe out of the same cookbook and then they have dinner once a month. I love that. Which is super cool. That is a great idea. Um I'm trying to think of other uh, there's tons of athletic clubs and I'm not talking about like a going golf, right. right. It's right. like Oh, we all run together, or we meet on Sundays at nine and hike together, or we all right. b- ride our bikes on Tuesdays at seven. Um, right. I did get involved in a running group before I had kids, like years ago, and they ran together one night a week, and it was fun. 
The re- the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, when when I was digging around because I, we're heading into a part of the year here in the upper Midwest, but there's a lot of cold climate. Anything north of the Mason Dixon sure. line, you know, even the East Coast and West, they didn't they don't get the frigid temperatures that we do here in the Midwest. But when winter comes, a lot of people, you know, look for something to do, and 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 they're looking for a way to maintain that human connection and still socialize and be together on a regular basis. And especially now that we're back to normal, quote right. unquote, whatever, right. we you, are. Want to, whatever uh, the, you want to call it. I mean, we'll be able yeah. to socialize freely yes. throughout the cold weather months. For right. the last two years, it was kind of dicey. And they say there is great benefit in getting together on a regular basis like and, that. And the one cool thing about these clubs is not only are you getting that sense of community and belonging, you're getting opportunities to meet new people, and you're around people with similar interests right? and, and kind of like-minded thinking, which is awesome. That is a shameless plug here, but uh, th- that this is one of the reasons I do enjoy going to the gym. When I'm there sure. at JP Fitness here in Mankato, I, I do find that there's a lot of people looking to better themselves. And the more you get to know them mm-hmm. and and run into each other on a regular basis, you find yourself around like-minded people. So that is just kind of scratching the surface. So when you get into that same thought pattern with whatever you're you're interested in, right? You meet people, you hang out, and it's a great way to not feel so isolated during the cold winter months, which does happen. I mean, if you're, if you're in a warm climate, it's difficult to really understand it. But in Minnesota, specifically because we live here i will tell you this there is a chunk of the year where neighborhoods a lot of them don't even go out or or they'll they'll only see each other or wave passing in a car because you drive you pick the kids up you drive into the garage you get out and if you're dark and, and unless you're an outdoor person right there's a lot of people that just look for ways to stay inside like I'm, a t- I'm a total hibernator. So am I. I in do the not, winter. I, I do, but I'm looking, I've, I've thought about what would be another way to get out and enjoy. You know, with like the bird thing, mm-hmm. the, the only thing that keeps me from actually getting out and getting involved in something outside during the winter is I don't have the appropriate gear. Well, then we can remedy that. I know. Can I, I can go buy gear. it. But if like there's even a space on my face that is exposed and it starts to burn and tingle a little bit, I'm like, mm, that's enough. This I'm is a, not I'm for in. me. I'm in. Not for me. I'm in. If you were going to start a club or look for one to join, what kind would you be interested in? It would food would be, and that's mm-hmm. a, that, that's a big thing with me. Yeah, I love film. Oh, I, I like movies, and I have a good friend of mine who tried to start a movie club one time. I should get in touch with him. You should. So even if there's just two of us to begin. Well, doesn't it say somewhere in the Bible, if two or three are gathered? <laughs> Is that a... That, that means you've got a congregation. Is that a club? Right. <laughs> then, you've got a, then you've got a congregation, right? So, yeah, if, if you could just get a couple and then start there, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I like movies. I like music. I would get together. But when I say music... I'm talking deep into the, some of the older, like, you know, the, the classic rock and mm-hmm. the Americana and even some of the newer, there's some, there's a lot of good music. There is doing commercial radio for as long as you and I did. We, it started to get away from that because 
that's just the way the business is, right? But there's so much undiscovered. There's really good, and like y- indie music. If you get into Apple Music, and mm-hmm. I think XM does a great job as yep. well featuring some of these artists, uh, you won't find a lot of that stuff on terrestrial radio anymore. But it, we have the ability now with the internet to really, you could do like r- a really dig in a music listening party. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, get an album. Pick an album. Oh, that's fun. And let's listen to it. Yeah. You could still you could still have conversation, but I mean I would list I would or everybody listen to it late on at night, whenever you get a chance, if you're working out, doing something, and then we'll discuss it when we all meet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. It's I, like a book club, but you're instead of a book, you're listening it's to an, an album. album. An album, yeah. Album club. I like that. That's maybe I should start that. I like that a lot. I've thought about doing um, like a sober social club. Sure. That's... With other girls or women, not girls, with other women who are either sober curious or don't drink. Right. Um, and I keep thinking it and I keep like talking about it, but I haven't actually done anything. Maybe maybe I just put it out into the universe officially. There you go. Right now. And maybe now it will manifest. But I think that would be cool. Just I... like-minded Women getting together. If that movement continues to grow, I would not be shocked if that becomes a regular thing. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I because could that's see that, that is can yeah that is that is a a, a growing group of people. Or like a, a question, like a spiritual club, or like a moon club. I <laughs> like a moon well, club. I I'm telling you that <laughs> stuff, you know, and we'll discuss this in another podcast. But organized religion is is fading. Now I'm not I'm not taking shots at it. I grew up in a very my, my dad was a man of great faith, right? And I grew up like that, but I can tell you statistically it is an absolute fact that involvement in just specific religions and beliefs in just one mm-hmm. and everybody else is going to hell type stuff, that's fading and people are becoming more spiritual minded, right? And embracing a lot of that thought, and I'm talking like all of it. Yeah, it's really dimensional stuff, and it's just like it's becoming a thing. Well, and it's really interesting if you if you start reading and looking into it. There's a lot of connections with the spiritual world and the scientific world, and just kind of how it really sure. all intersects. But so that would be another example. I, that would be super interesting. That that would be really, really. There, and there was a woman actually who uh, writes for uh, NBC. I think she wrote a blog for the Today Show uh, within the last week or two. Uh, I read, and she had talked about how she had heard about this men's book club, and she thought it's like, no, no, it's not. You know, that's like that's like telling me the Loch Ness monster and Bigfoot's real. <laughs> She's like, that doesn't exist. So she showed up because she was invited. And uh, they wanted to kind of break the stigma, right? Sure. And she found out that they read a lot, and they read some very serious books. They get together, they have beverages, they eat, they have a meal, okay. and then they have conversation and they talk about what they've been reading. Do you remember what men? Part? I love men, that. right? Because usually it's difficult to get men to get involved in something like that. Yeah, and I wonder how much of it is just because of the stigma. Well, I think there's a lot of people that like to do a lot of different things, and it doesn't get talked about as much. Um, do you remember what part of the country that was in? I I can't remember. That's exactly. fine. I was just curious. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I could. I Actually, could see I think me. I think it might have been a European group. Uh that makes more sense. Yeah, because they're yeah. Sure. We have a, we have a, a ways more, to go before we evolve. <laughs> a little 
lower cultured. <laughs> right. Don't at me. You know I'm right. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was very interesting. And bringing up that point when they when it's when you start digging into that, that is something that does help people along mm-hmm. through the winter months specifically because you get that social interaction. And you don't feel like you're being, like you're waiting until spring again. It gives you something to look forward right. to. Also, I, if you have a monthly standing get together, right, that gives you something to look forward to. Right. And you're with like-minded people. Sure. The only thing about like those types of clubs, social clubs with their book, wine, whatever, sometimes you, you have to be careful who you get involved with because a lot of them are, you know, I, I mean, without. <laughs> They're like, uh, what? Okay, this the, is the snobbery the, tends here, to uh this yeah. is going to be ir- an irrelevant statement to you. Right. But my fellow elder millennial women will be like, oh, um the Sweet Valley High books, they had a club called the Unicorn Club. What's Sweet Valley High? Again, I told you this is gonna be irrelevant to you. It was uh, it was a book series from the the late 80s okay. and early 90s. Well, I just had to clarify. I didn't know what that was. They were amazing. Okay. Um, and the girls in the book had a club called the Unicorn Club. Yeah. And if you were in it, you had to wear something purple every day to show that you were in the Unicorn Club. And it was very exclusive. Were and these it cost fic- fictional characters? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. They, were, they were novels. Um, but sometimes adult women clubs can get a little unicorn clubby. A little catty? Where you're excluding and I mean, I've been in groups or I've been invited to groups and then uninvited to groups <laughs> because I didn't right. fit the, the criteria. You didn't fit the bill. And that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm not for everyone. That's fine. At the time it wasn't fine. I was devastated. But right. now I'm like, eh, well. Well, well, you learn as you get older how childish yeah. that is. So <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But I, yes, sometimes those quote unquote, especially if they're not any kind of sanctioned right. organization, if they're, they're just people making up a club. It's a bunch yeah, when when you get a bunch of people that are friends, yeah, and then they'll make up a club. Sure. By the way, if you've not been invited to any of them clubs, I can assure you that a lot of times the people that are involved in those types of clubs are friends with different people like every six months. Like the unicorn club. Yeah, it's just like, come on, right? God, I hope I hope somebody messaged me if you remember the Sweet Valley High books and the <laughs> unicorn club. <laughs> you know what else uh, I, I did think of that was really good? And they do have these locally, but there's a lot of veterans organizations mm-hmm. And uh, they get out and they do a lot of great things in the community. They get together. And I can tell you, like, when I was uh, out at Tee It Up for the Troops this past August uh, up at the uh, golf club here in town, that every time I go out there and I emceed and I ask all the veterans to stand up and come forward, it's incredible to me that how many just average everyday people I cross paths with every Mm. day that are veterans as well, and I never know that. Yeah. So it's good to get men and women together like that who have served, and to you just anybody who's done that understands what I'm saying. There's a camaraderie that you have that never, ever, ever goes away, mm-hmm. and you'll just you click with them. You you just have something in common, right? And it, it's a pretty deep running feeling. So it's like it, it that was cool. So that's another example of getting together with people, and they're always doing something that, for the community as well. Yeah, they do. I mean, a ton of great work. Yeah, so I know that all the, over the country. The Marine Corps League, who I tried again, they're, they're, 
if they hear this, they're going to be like, we've invited you back 4,000 times. <laughs> but while I was in radio, it was difficult, right, to set down time mm-hmm. because of all the different things that, was go- that were going on. It was really difficult to be able to uh, commit like that and, and, and be able to be there all the time. That's something that I've thought of recently and I'm sure that we're not the only ones where you're getting involved in different affiliations, like through your job or through um, other obligations. And that takes up the free time that you have. Right, right. And then you're not able to kind of do those, pursue those like passion projects, like a book club or a sewing club or a cooking club or whatever it might be. Um, So I, I feel like I'm ready to get into something that's like, personal. I agree. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Something that you're interested in that you enjoy. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm on uh, several boards and committees and I, and I am passionate about giving back to the community. Um, and I'm not going to stop doing that. I just am ready to, well, I I think explore something that's just really based on my personal interests. On that note, I think that you get to a point and a lot of people do in their lives, not everybody, but a lot of people do that they decide that their time, they get a little bit more selfish with that. Yeah. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. No, there, there is isn't. The, you live once. Yep. But you could still help a lot of the great organizations in the communities that you live in uh, by making monetary donations, yeah. buying tables if they're having a, you know, doing yep. things and, and going and enjoying the event versus being on the committee, the board or emceeing yep. or doing things like yep. that. You'll get to a point in your life where you're like, you know what? And I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah, I right? think I to, am too. To where I want to, and I, I do, I want to support all these great organizations. We've got people in the, our Absolutely. community that do a fantastic job and we need them, but I'm going to help support them financially. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, you know, I just, it comes down to a time commitment, a little yeah. bit, a little bit more time yep. for yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, there's not, and that's, that's the main point is there's right. nothing wrong with that. So social clubs are something apparently that will help you get through the winter months if you're dreading them. Were you in a lot of clubs in high school? Never. Oh. Not one. <laughs> I'm glad you took a second to, to consider my question. <laughs> I didn't. Um, no, I, the only club, the first club, I wanted to join the Boy Scouts when I was little, mm-hmm. but my dad thought that, uh, well, there was a lot of stories that surfaced. Sure. And he thought that that was not a good place for uh, young adults to be hanging out with and he was he thought that they were maybe some there was some ill intention with some of the the scout leaders <laughs> i don't want to elaborate on this because i don't want to rip because i think the boy scouts are a great organization but they did have some issues and uh, over the years and uh my dad thought that they were so you didn't get to he was like game. he was like you're never going hanging out with those characters so <laughs> i can hear him saying <laughs> he that. did he literally said but then he was like, if you want to wear a uniform, you know what? When you graduate from high school, I'll introduce you to a bunch of guys that can suit you up. And, and so it was. And I joined the United <laughs> States Marine Corps, and I will forever be part of that organization. And that uh, I, I, I enjoyed that. I actually, you know, we were, I was just having that conversation with a local uh, GM from one of our dealerships here, Brian. Yeah. And yeah. We, we both talked about that. And he was like, you know, the older I get, that I really appreciate that experience. So- that's an example. Going back to veterans clubs, I, I would I, mm-hmm. I could see myself finding something like that. Yeah, absolutely. To where I could actually show up, sit down, and just 
talk get involved them. Yeah, get involved with them i was in like every single club in high school in news that is shocking to no one <laughs> you were you were you were you let me ask you this and i'd be willing to bet i know the answer were you on the yearbook club yes. or in yeah, of course <laughs> I figured you'd, of course I was. you would have to have something to do with that. I was the, the senior class president. Oh, well, there you go. Even which like to why? a greater extent, like why? Cause you enjoyed it uh, at the time you did. I right? did. Well, even I remember when you and I first met, you, you were, you, and you still like to get involved in a lot of different things, but you're starting to scale back. Yeah. As I get older, yeah. I'm starting to, um, be more, um, intentional with my yeses. Yes. Which is hard for me. I know. It's really hard for me, but I, I am, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. It's, uh, and people not, understand like, they're not going to hate you if you say no. Right. Oh, which for, for sure. a long time right. I was like, Oh my God, if I say no, that, that these people aren't going to like me. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, no, they, you just explain it. Just no. You, it's, we, it's well, okay. we did a whole, sh- a whole show on that. I you, know. you can absolutely say no. Yep. You, you're not obligated to do anything. So I'm, I'm being more intentional with my yeses and I'm, I'm going to start a, like a spiritual sober book club. Well, you know what? I, I would be interesting to see how, interested to see how that goes because, uh, your clubs that I have experienced in the past, whether I was upstairs or any place mm-hmm. else, or, or six miles away, yeah. you could hear them. I've hosted some ragers. <laughs> you were, and That's that, a fact. That involved a lot of wine. I have hosted some ragers. It got a little bit late, and yeah. So, yeah, I would be interested. I think, and we were just talking with Garrett at the uh, event that you were involved involved with <laughs> again. <laughs> Uh, last Friday night, and he was also on board with something like that, man. He was just like, we should just get a bunch of us that don't drink together. Yeah, and right? just like yeah. be around like-minded people and right. just talk and, and chill and listen and he, to music. And, and he's a he's a big music guy as well. He could get into that with me for sure. I love it. Yeah, he likes, and he and I have a the a shared taste when it comes to like the greats. Yeah. Right. I'm ready. I know you are. I feel like... There's been a lot of transition in our lives. There's been a lot of newness. There's been a lot of, just a lot of change. It continues to evolve. Yeah, and I I just feel like I'm ready to get a little more social again. Isn't it just weird how the last couple of years has just changed so many different things? Yes, they're, they're- Literally. It's like almost daily, I find myself either doing something or saying something and thinking like, Whoa. Is this me? <laughs> like, what is happening? Is this me? And it is. Right. And that's the craziest part is like, it is me. And I just think back to like two years ago and I'm like, oh, if she could see me now, she'd be like, what? <laughs> so anyways, if you are in a club. Tell us about your club. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Seriously. we If you go to our website, georgeandjess.com, you can email us, by the way, and you can contact us. Uh, or contact us and messages on any of our social medias as well, like uh, Instagram or, or Facebook. I like the Instagram messages the best. Is that that's where we get the majority of them? We do get a it lot. It seems of, like that. We get emails occasionally as well. We get emails occasionally. Instagram, a lot. Instagram is the a most lot. popular form of communication, which I love because it's it's where I spend my time if I'm on social media. What do they so. say? What do they call that? The DM. The DM. What What does DM stand for? Direct message. Direct message. Yeah. I never knew that. I hear people all the time DM use me. it, and I and because I don't DM people, 
I'll, I'll get a message and then I'll just be like, what's your phone number? Because <laughs> I don't want to communicate. That's the like, old, well, old manius thing. <laughs> well, the thing about it is I, I would rather text somebody than communicate and have a regular conversation messaging them, messaging them over social media. Because if I don't want to give you my phone number, I don't want to have a conversation with you. Mm, I could see that. I mean, that's the honest to God truth. I, I usually don't know have you- a lot of conversations going on. Sometimes I'm chatting with someone in the DMs and on text message. Same oh, person. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It's dumb. I don't that, know why. <laughs> that is, and you think I'm crazy. I know. That is that is out there. There's like one friend in particular that it's just randomly, like sometimes <laughs> it's a text, sometimes it's a DM, sometimes there's two conversations going on that are completely separate on two different it's, platforms. It's weird because sometimes when you're at work, and I'll message you on like if you send me an article or something on a social media uh-huh. account, I'll message you back, and you'll get that quicker than you do a text message because your phone is silenced. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. If I have it like pulled up on my computer or something. Right. On that note, we digress. Yes, we would love to hear about any clubs, you know, or groups that you're involved with, and things that you do to uh, kind of work your way through the, the 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 fall winter and early spring season especially if you're in a cold weather uh, cold weather climate I know and we're it's gonna, coming we're gonna get these mm. we're gonna get individuals I know there are a lot of people that embrace it they ski they ice skate they go outside and do things and good for you that's what I say but I'm not coming with. I'll be looking at the moon through my telescope. I am not coming with. (laughs) Waving at you. I am going to, on on, on that note, speaking of new experiences and things, we're going to break down. What what is it? Is it the ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, they call it. Well, you could call it high ayahuasca. Did you see the Packers celebration this past weekend? No. In an ode to Aaron Rodgers, when they scored a touchdown, he held the football up. And he gathered all the his buddies around, and he poured them a shot, and they all took a sip and fell over backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and it was they said that's exactly what it was, and I was like, that's funny. Oh. We'll talk more about. I got we know that we know the people to contact and to talk about that stuff, and exactly what he did. I think he was in Peru. Yeah, it's it's typically conducted in South American countries. Well, that ceremony, guys, completely different topic. I. But you know, but I, uh, completely different time. Well, that's for another day, and we will I do know. that. We will do that sometime. But on that note, something that won't send you on a wild trip and and perhaps into a dreamy visit with your ancestors is a trip to the CBD centers here in Mankato. I'll be chatting with Matt again here soon. Uh, by the way, if you've not tried any of their products, again, I t- I tell people if you've struggled with sleep, if you have aches and pains, if you have Anything that you think could you could benefit like a natural uh-huh. a natural substance, perhaps, or you would like to at least try? Because I can't guarantee you. I can't say this is going to work. It's not. It's not approved medicine by the FDA or anybody else. But I can tell you that a lot of CBD products, which is naturally, it comes natural from the hemp plant, yep. right? Uh, there's a lot of people that find that it will help with insomnia. It will help with aches and pains. It will help with anxiety. It helps with a lot of different things for a lot of different people. I encourage you to visit the CBD centers and ask them about the products and talk to them. Uh, They know what they're talking about and they may be able to direct you to the right product 
Plant-based remedies, man. That's where it's at. I'm telling you. And you're seeing a lot with the uh, legalization of hemp-based THC products. Yeah. In our state, you're seeing a lot of these fly-by-night, like stickers on the window type of places. Um, The cool thing about CBD centers is it's all grown and processed locally. And packaged. And right here in southern Minnesota. local. I know the guys, literally. I've been trying to get over there, and I will. I would like to put together a quick snippet of some video so people understand yeah you can see what's happening literally from the ground harvested Mm -hmm. into the processing plant into the packaging and then into the stores right here and it all happens literally in our backyard that's what you got to look out for right because now with uh hemp-based thc available in and, and legal in minnesota there's, There's some a, like roadside yeah, looking stands that you probably want to Yeah. <laughs> and don't believe everything you see on a sticker in the window either. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. want to you you want to investigate that stuff to make sure you're getting the right product. So, again, we've got a link on our website. Go to CBD Centers, you'll see it right there, georgeandjess.com. All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode at 6 a.m.